Episode 257 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. I'm Managing Editor Kirk Semenoff sitting in for Bill. Kansas unemployment numbers are very, very low, but there's another side to that story. Companies continue to look for skilled workers who many times are not there. The workforce dilemma, much of which can be blamed on the COVID-19 pandemic, is being tackled by a combination of business, education, and government. Mike Bean of the Kansas Department of Commerce joins me to talk about the challenges and what's being done to soften them. But first, let me tell you about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. This week's cover story looks at Afghan refugees who have made their way to Wichita in South Central Kansas. Reporter Josh Witt looks at how those refugees can help alleviate, at least in some small way, hiring challenges. That story begins on page 12. We have two lists in this week's paper, electrical contractors and mechanical contractors. See who tops each of the lists and read why many contractors have projects ready to start but are waiting on the supply chain to deliver. The lists are on page seven. This month's week, Women Who Lead series focuses on legal services. Meet top Wichita attorneys and others in the profession, beginning on page 15. Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly leads section. We list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, and court judgments. Our lead section this week begins on page 24. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. We welcome Mike Bean to this week's podcast. Mike is the Employment Services Director for the Kansas Department of Commerce. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Thank you very much, Kurt, and, and glad to join today to talk about all things workforce. Yeah, but before we start talking about workforce in Kansas, let's let's get to know you a little better. Tell me about your background, where you're from, and you started as an educator. Is that right? You are correct. I I am a, a proud K-State graduate, not to knock any of the other universities in Kansas, but I but I actually graduated with a ag degree and went on to get certified to teach, uh, taught uh, vocational ag FFA in a small rural community in Southeast Kansas for a number of years, um, moved to the community college system at Fort Scott Community College where I was an ag teacher and administrator, and then also um, in Johnson County at Johnson County Community College was an administrator there. And, and really, most of my career has been with the Department of Commerce for the past 16 years and really enjoy what we're doing um, and, and especially the past um, few years, really seeing the economic growth and turnaround in the Kansas economy. How did you get from education to the Department of Commerce? You know, every, every I think every one of us has a interesting career path. Like I said, I've, I've got a degree in ag, so I, I thought it'd be something in ag. And yeah, I was an ag teacher, but um, really, when I was in the community college system, got involved in career and tech ed programs and, and really began to see the linkage between what was being taught in, in our community college system and, you know, how that fit into the business needs as far as talent and employees. 
Um, and then out of chance and circumstance, I started um, doing some work in Southeast Kansas for the Department of Commerce, specifically on the workforce side, and just as evolved from there. Mm-hmm. This is probably a simplistic question, and I'm good at those, but how, how does workforce development fold into the state's Department of Commerce? It's obviously a big factor in, in business development, isn't it? Yeah, interesting you ask that. Kansas was one of the first states to bring the, the workforce development workforce system over into the lead economic development agency, which is commerce. Um, I think you're aware, but just so others know, we have business development, which involves um, recruitment and retention of businesses, helping existing businesses expand and grow. And uh, we also have the community development um, arm with us. Uh, most people are familiar with Main Street type programs, international trade, and now tourism, um, really bringing all the aspects of economic development together. But uh, more importantly, I think as we think about business business recruitment to Kansas and also businesses expanding, probably the first thing they ask is what's the availability of workforce and, and the availability of skilled workforce and, and attracting a workforce for expansion projects and recruitment projects. So it, it's really nice to bring the system into those conversation. And that not only includes all the stuff that we do, but also our education partners across the state, such as WSU and WSU Tech. Just, it's really, I, you know, the old saying, it takes a village to raise a kid. Well, it takes a village to, um, you know, allow economic opportunity in Kansas. And, and, you know, it's our school systems included in that, whether it's K-12 or community tech colleges and universities. Mm-hmm. Folks who were at our Wichita Business Journal Employer Summit last month uh, got a good look at how everything is intertwined. You led a panel on applied learning with folks from right. Wichita State, WSU Tech, uh, the Wichita School District. Uh, and I, and I, something you said last month has really stuck with me. You said Kansas does a great job of educating students, but it does an even better job, unfortunately, of exporting that talent. Uh, yeah. Not to be flipped, but how do we get so good at that? You know, I, I don't know. I be, you know, it's, it's, it's the nature of the beast. We have a great educational system in Kansas, whether that's K-12 or, or higher education. We do a great job training folks. We have great instruction. We have great programs. Um, and, and actually, a lot of people come to Kansas to become educated. So that's part of the, the talent exit going back home. But, you know, I, I think historically, in my opinion, young people, and I may have been in the same boat, looking for opportunities outside of the community that they grew up in. Obviously, the mountains of Colorado are, are attractive, the big city of, of D.C. and Chicago, and, of course, the beaches that we can't compete with um, in, in Florida and California. Um, so there's there's out-migration of young talent because of that. But also, um, you know, awareness, I think, plays an important part of that. Our, our young adults, whether they're in high school or, or higher education they need to have an awareness of the opportunities that are right here in Kansas and, and actually right there in the back door that they, you know, can enjoy the quality of life in Kansas, can enjoy the lower cost of living and, and raise, a, raise a family and have a great life right here. Mm-hmm. So obviously your job is to try to flip that script. Right. Uh, it, it, it's a never ending job, I assume. Right. right? Uh what are some of the things that, that companies and, and in educational institutions are, are, are doing to help? Like you said last month, it, it, it's all intertwined. Everybody's doing something, right? 
Yeah, I think one of the most important things is bringing together those relationships. And that's just simple conversations between the business sector and the education sector and, and really saying, hey, here's what I need. Here's some opportunities that I have. And here's how I can support you in those efforts. Um, I know our education partners, whether that's the Wichita School District or Wichita Tech or, or any of our other institutions across the state are more than welcome to have business engagement. Um, I've, I've, because of my background, I've been a huge advocate of encouraging businesses to get involved, but also encouraging education to get involved in business, you know, through student internships, student experiences, teacher internships, um, you know, exposing people to opportunities, right? Like I said earlier, right in their backyard. Um, you know, the Wichita is such a diverse economy. Obviously, everyone knows about aviation and stuff, but there's so much more going on there, um, whether it's computer and IT and cybersecurity, healthcare, hospitality, just a lot of cool stuff going on there. And I, I think, maybe I hope I'm wrong, but the average young adult still in high school is, is just not aware of those. And um, I think, you know, some great examples between the school district there in Wichita and the workforce system there and the schools and business community uh, providing summer internships and internships during the school year to really um, expose young adults like I would have hoped to have been exposed to careers when I was growing up. You've been with the Department of Commerce for a while now, so like you said, 16 years. Uh, the the buy-in from, from companies and from education, uh, has that really improved recently? And is the pandemic part of that? Or just talk about how it's improved over your time. What the, yeah, that's a good good question. I think it's been part of the evolution, you know, as, as jobs have become more sophisticated and that's across the board and, and talent searches have been become more sophisticated and, and more intense. Um, you know, linking those things together has been very important. And it's not, it's not rocket science. I mean, yeah, it's difficult. Um, but, you know, it really boils down to relationships and conversations between education and, and the, the business community. Um, you ask about the evolution. I think it's been over time. Um, you know, we, we look back in, in my history, education was on one side of the, of the room and, and business was on the other side of the room, both talking different languages. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, part of my job is, is interpreter between the two groups. Um, but, you know, really seeing, hey, we're all in this together. There's value in it for the education system as far as uh, not only educating, but job placement. And there's certainly value for the business sector as far as as far as attracting and, and taint, retaining the talent that they need. You have that community college background. And I know not only listening from, to, to WSU tech folks at the summit, but stories we've done over the past few years. They are all in on on making the, that workforce hiring uh, as easy as it can get, and it's not very easy. Can you talk about WSU Tech's uh, involvement with that, that you have with them? I, you know, WSU Tech has been a very good partner, and 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 obviously WSU too, a very good partner in economic growth within the region. Been very responsive to business needs. Um, you could. You could look at the laundry list of, of what the technical college um, side of things is doing there as far as reacting to business needs and especially around the aviation sector, but also in the health healthcare and hospitality sectors too. Um, they've really just 
done a fabulous job of listening to needs, understanding the needs of employers, listening and looking at data um, and adapting and developing programs to meet those needs. And they also have customized things that have, you know, if business needs something, um, very specific skill, um, WSU Tech has been very adaptive in saying, hey, we can customize that for you and, and let's let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's been part of the evolution that I've observed is, is the ad- adaptation um, to providing customized training, not just specific programs, you know, the 15 credit hour semester, 30 credit hour year. Um, you know, let's, let's do some things maybe for non-credit that, that really drill down into, you know, a specific skill that, a, that an industry or sector or specific business needs. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about how the pandemic changed not only your job and what you do, but uh, just, I, you know, I guess what the entire department does. Yeah, that, that, that's, you know, Kurt, that's, that's an interesting question. And, and I, I'll, I'll just give you some, some stuff that we've been through. You know, at this time a year ago, we were at one of the highest unemployment rates in Kansas, the aviation sector, and, and most of our sectors, with the exception of of distribution in food and, and ag, obviously, um, we're in a little weird place, but Kansas rode through the economy pretty good. But bring us to today, we have the lowest unemployment rate. We have the fewest people receiving unemployment benefits. We have a, a group of people who during the pandemic retired because they could. Um, and so we're in a weird spot right now. We have obviously more jobs um, than we have people. Um, we, we've seen wage increases. We've seen flexibility in work schedules. Um, it's just a, a different type of economy that we're, that we're in right now, I'll say, but a very quick and growing economy in Kansas. And, um, you know, business recruitment's been good. Business expansion's been good. Investment, capital investment in the state's been great. Um, but as far as the workforce side of things, really, we're our focus has been for the last year and a half is one preparing to come out or hoping to come out of the pandemic, um, but but also you know really taking a look at what's the talent pipeline in Kansas and and through the framework for growth study we knew that we're exporting talent. We knew that we weren't retaining young adults. So, Hey, that's, let's make a focus on that. Let's make some investments in work-based learning. That's let's expose young adults to, to internships and registered apprenticeship opportunities and really get them engaged in jobs. Let's call it that way um, before they graduate. And the school system in, in Wichita, I think um, held their first instead of a college career fair held their first job fair, which really, I think, demonstrates how things are changing. And and the business turnout involved in that, quote, job fair was tremendous. And and the feedback from them was was great. So that's part of what we've been working on. And that that relates to one of the pillars within the framework, the talent pillar is, is, you know, obviously we want to retain our our young talent here in Kansas and, and me selfishly, I want to retain my kids here in Kansas. I don't yeah. want my kids to go somewhere else. I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, yeah. are, are the decisions that you all are making now about uh, the, the short-term remedies, uh, will, do you think they're going to become long-term remedies? And it, do you always have to kind of reassess on the go is what we're doing right? And how quickly can you adapt if you need to? 
Yeah, I, I think we're continuing to assess that. So I talked about the work-based learning stuff. That's really the long, the long plan. Uh, but we have a you know, business industry has immediate needs, and and that's really where where our community colleges come into play. The registered apprenticeship program comes into play. Um, on the job training comes into play, but really taking individuals um, on an entry level position, hopefully allowing them to progress with skills and, and move within the within the company, and also the the evolution of of robotics. Um, a lot of industry is, is switching to to robotics, or our distribution centers across across Kansas are more modernized than than one would believe. So it's you know, that's a good example. It's really no longer a picker and stacker. It's it's a technician to work on the on the robots and, and computer programming within within the warehouse. Um, but I I remember back when you know the whole robotic thing took off and said, oh, we're going to lose thousands and millions of jobs in our economy, and actually it created more, but at a higher skill level and a higher pay level, which has been interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you work with Keith Long at the Workforce yeah. Alliance of South Central Kansas. He he was on the podcast in January, and he he talked about specific local challenges, which in Wichita means you know, and obviously aviation and manufacturing. When when you look statewide at what you do, are the are the challenges different, or are they pretty similar to Wichita centric? There, I will say there's some similarities. Obviously, there's differences in every community and every region as far as what businesses are, are prevalent within that. Um, you know, and, and in, no matter if you're in Goodland, Kansas, Wichita, Kansas, or up north in Atchison here, every employer is searching for talent and it doesn't matter what sector it's in. So there's, there's a need to produce talent out of our education system. There's a need to to link people exiting our education systems at all levels and all all exit points um, to our economy, so it's not there's there's a lot of commonalities. But you know, in Wichita, like I mentioned, and you mentioned, aviation is is large. Um, also, see a dramatic growth around the IT sector. Um, there's there's just I, I wish it was as simple as saying, okay, we need five hundred aviation mechanics today, well, you know, take that times all these different occupations and you need that across the state. So, um, and, and Kansas isn't alone. Um, you know, we, we could compare ourselves to our neighboring states. There's talent wars going on in those too, where we need people. But uh, the other thing I think, you know, you asked me about the pandemic and COVID. I, I think what the world has been exposed to also is, is the remote work availability. We started to see not a large influx, but a, a, an influx of people moving to Kansas, um, whether it's Wichita or a rural community, to work remotely for for a business that's outside of Kansas. Um, we've, we've started to see a lot of that. So you'll start to see some hubs pop up. That's why broadband is so important to, to the state. Um, just a, a lot of cool things going on, but not one thing is, is solving our problems right now. Yeah, I know the Greater Wichita Partnership is really excited about that that influx that could happen with with affordable housing and, and right. easy commute times. Uh, at least in Wichita, you know, a big city that that doesn't act so big or a small big town, whatever you want right. to call it. Uh, put on your long term vision goggles, Mike. Uh, looking at crystal ball, whatever you want to do. Right. Do you see this as an immediate short term challenge that? 
is going to fix itself over time? Or is this causing you and everyone to really look at long term? This could be a concern. I think, you know, honestly, um, you know, prior to COVID, I had a solid black head of hair. Now I've got some some quite a few grays poking up and, and, and it's something that worries me, you know, and, and it's not just me, it's my colleagues in all the states and all, all the other states. It's, it's really addressing things from a short-term perspective. Obviously the pandemic made us adjust swift, swiftly and, and adapt. Um, but, you know, there's immediate needs that employers have across the state. And, you know, if we can, uh, I just got off the phone today with, um, person who owns a trucking company or a logistics company and he he would like to have he and his wife own the company and they'd like to have 10 drivers today well i wish wish i could throw a switch and 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 he could have 10 drivers obviously that takes time maybe eight ten weeks but you know it's also finding the people that are interested in that career so those are immediate challenges long term i think as we as as the kansas economy continues to grow business start to expand Kansas is in the central of the United States, a great place to um, build a product and distribute from. I, I think we'll continue to struggle with the talent side of things, but hopefully the long, the, the long dart or, or the long um, plan that we, that we have to keep our young people here is important. Also, we've had internal discussions about what can we do to, re, to recruit people who have left. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think there's some opportunity with our with all of our education partners um, to identify folks who may be out of state. Our alumni lists are great within within our university system. And let's do some target marketing to see if we can get some a few people to move back. Um, I'm sure like anybody else, we track analytic analytics on our KansasWorks.com site or our job board. And and more and more we're getting entities or communities we think people from out of state that are that are looking for jobs in kansas we we get a lot of hits from illinois north or north carolina obviously oklahoma because of the proximity to to wichita arkansas missouri so you know people are looking Um, let's take advantage and do some target targeted marketing with those folks to to try to say hey this is a great place to live work and raise a family Mm-hmm. It's come back home. It's a, yeah, it's a boomerang effect that we see right. often at the Business Journal and some of our programs like Career Women and Emerging Leaders. You know, educated folks who have gone away looking maybe for the beaches or the mountains and or the big cities, but have come back because it's home and it's a good place to live and a good place to raise a family. So yeah, we've got that going for us. I I know that that you have a statewide job fair coming up next month that I wanted to ask you about, and that's for job seekers and employers, right? right? Yeah, so we we have a virtual job fair platform. Um, the job fair is May eighth and 9th, and you can check out the Kansas Work social media pages, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. They'll have information to connect. So there's a link that employers or or those that are seeking employment um, can register for the event. It's 100% virtual. So whether you're you're a recruiter or somebody seeking employment, you can join like you and I are today via computer from your home and, and search for work. I'd also direct people to kansasworks.com. Um, there's information not only about the virtual job fair event, but several events across the state. The Wichita Workforce Center, uh, you mentioned Keith earlier, Keith Lawing earlier. 
um, host multiple events and hiring events and, and really do a great job promoting opportunities for, for folks that are looking for employment in the Wichita area. And they also offer so many more services, whether it's, you know, some, some resume help or preparing for a job interview, but, you know, for qualifying individuals, there's some, some training funds that may be able to be accessed to improve skills. So, mm-hmm. and plus the whole business side of things that they do, um, wow. helping uh, businesses recruit talent and, and align that talent with their needs. So a lot of good, you know, Kurt, I'll be honest with you, a lot of good synergy happening in the state, but really a lot of good synergy happening right there in the Wichita, um, North Central region that, yeah. you know, obviously includes many communities. Mm-hmm. Workforce Alliance has always been a go-to source for us. And they, you know, they, they do a lot of great work getting a lot of folks on, on the right track to jobs. That's for right. sure. Well, Mike, thanks so much. It's been a great conversation. Mike, Mike Bean with the Department of Commerce. Thank you. Thank you, Kurt. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 257. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com forward slash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.